You can't believe the volume of stuff that comes across my desk. I tell you, products and services that companies want me to talk to you about. And I try to sort through the pile to find things that are relevant and important. And clearly, a lot of times, it seems important, but I need to ask an expert about this. And one of those is crop insurance. You know, crop insurance protects more than 490 million acres of U.S. farmland, covers 136 different crops, 36 different insurance plans for 604 different varieties. You get the point. Talking today about some crop insurance products that came into my attention here recently. So my go-to expert on this kind of stuff is Jason Williamson with Williamson Crop Insurance. So, Jason, we're looking to answer a couple of questions about these crop insurance products and first what are they exactly and what do they cover but two you know margins are tight these days as farmers you know we have to be mindful of what we're spending money on if the return on investment is worth the expenditure so uh, let's start with this one about cover crops senator brown of ohio he's got some legislation out there right now to incentivize farmers to plant cover crops And it would provide farmers who plant cover crops a crop insurance discount of $5 an acre. What do you get the five bucks? How does that come into it? Explain it a little bit more to us. Sure. Uh, Rob, just for a little bit of background on this, the cover crop $5 credit was actually something that was tried a couple years ago. It was part of a COVID cover crop program. And basically what it's doing is if somebody puts out cover crops, when it originally came out, it was after the fact. It was after everybody had already put their cover crops out. But they said if you certified those cover crops at the Farm Service Agency, so it would print off on your FSA 578, it would be known that you put those cover crops out. And then if you, you know, terminated it correctly and followed it with an insurable crop, usually corner beans in our area, that would be uploaded from the FSA up to USDA. They would download that to RMA or the Risk Management Agency, which is your crop insurance companies would get it. And they would just recognize They had a cover crop out. It was put out in a timely manner, and that would take $5 an acre off the bill for those acres that had the cover crop. So there was funds available. They put it together a few years ago, and it it seemed to work. So what they're trying to do is continue to do things that are encouraging that because they, they like the conservation, the carbon sequestration part of it hey, if you're going to do this, we're going to give you an incentive or a discount for doing this farming practice we like. Through the Corn Belt and Eastern Corn Belt into Ohio, I think there's some real benefits to it because, you know, if you're doing that practice, $5 is not going to cover what it costs to establish a cover crop program, but it certainly does help that you get that off of your bill. So that's a very positive thing for our area. Yeah, It's very easy, very seamless. It was just reported at the FSA, noted, and it came off your crop insurance bill. So it's a nice incentive. And what I really like is that it's an incentive rather than a whip. One of the other headlines that came across my desk here recently that I wanted you to elaborate on for us is USDA wants input on prevent plant crop insurance coverage. Again, the overriding question here is what does it cover? How does it fit into my strategic insurance portfolio? And what are the situations and circumstances that might warrant consideration of it? Rob, the, the prevent plant policy, if somebody has a revenue protection plan of coverage or yield protection plan of coverage, prevent plant is included in your policy. It's not something you add on, which is there, I'm going to say, the large majority of the people that that are insuring in Ohio, Indiana, Michigan, through this area. So Prevent Plant is there. It's part of it. But a few years ago, they lowered the benefit that would be gained from Prevent Plant if we had a bad year. And now they're trying to reevaluate it and say, if we had lower commodity prices and a person files Prevent Plant, they could not have 
nearly enough money to to cover their costs and their commitments. So what they're saying is we will give you the option. You know, some people will say, well, I've never had prevent plan. Well, then you don't have to buy this additional buy up of 5% or 10%. Now, if there's a cost with it and you say, I need that additional 10% possibly to meet all my commitments and all my costs, if I have a worst case scenario, I referenced a couple of years ago when we had all the prevent plant in 2019, you know, that was <laughs> yeah. a very, very rough spring. And if somebody looked at it and says, there's not enough money here to cover my commitments, they could have purchased prevent plant plus 5%. Now they're considering 10%. Another thing that I think is a bigger thing that they're looking at is getting the higher of the base price, which we set in February, looking at the board of trade, or using the harvest price if it's higher in the fall to give an additional prevent plant payment. And why I think that could be important. A lot of times folks buy crop insurance so that they can confidently forward sell some of their grain. And, you know, we've had profitable levels back in February, March. Folks might say, you know, I really want to take advantage of that. You know, I'd like to sell that because that's above my cost of production, above my cost of breaking even. But what happens if we have a 2019 and we can't get that corn planted? And worse yet, that $6 corn that looked good is now at eight or nine. And I've committed to six and I never got it in the ground. Well, with the way Prevent Plan is now, they're going to take that base price in February and that's what they're going to pay you based on. So now it's a worst case scenario. The markets clear up in the fall. I don't have the crop to deliver and I've made a contract here. So you could argue that Prevent Plant to truly give them some security in making that forward sale might want to have that higher of the two to make the Prevent Plant just to help somebody truly cover that forward contract. Yeah. Jason Williamson with Williamson Insurance talking about crop insurance this morning, and he is our go-to guy when we don't understand what's going on to kind of sort through things for us. Jason, thanks for your time this morning. Always appreciate it. Hey, you bet, Rob. Thank you for the opportunity, and uh, be safe out there, everybody. Podcasts by Federated Media.